Hey, Christian. Yeah? Will you look into the mirror? <laughs> what, what will I see? Even the wisest cannot tell. Oh. For the mirror shows many things. Is one of those things the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring? <laughs> and some things... <laughs> That have not yet come to pass. <laughs> I just love that pause. Running foxes, kill our food. It's futuristic, like Carnac the Magnificent. Rewind your VCR, rewind your cook cassette. Nintendo pilots, wow, flying up ahead. Captain's love, Charlie Luke, but gone. Uh, did I tell you, uh, Bon and I went to Target the other day, and it was the, um, we saw maybe the most, like, Stepford Wives, creepy, like, suburban white person Ooh. thing ever. Yes. Which is this family, is like, a woman and her husband and a boy, a baby boy, and they're walking boy. out of Target, and she goes, wow, this Target is so convenient on our way to church. And the, hus- <laughs> and the husband goes, yes, it is. Like, very sincerely. <laughs> Like, yes, it is. Yeah, you were in a simulation. And we, like, yeah, we were like, this is, this is insane. <laughs> There's no way this is a real conversation. Uh, this target, is it? Yeah, you were in a commercial this or is, you were in... This a, target a, is so convenient on our way to church. church. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, God. No, nasty. thank you. Nasty. No, thank you. Yes, it is. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, that was some creepy shit. That's the point at which you just... It's probably better to just not talk to each other if that's the level of like conversation <laughs> that you're like talking. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a relationship expert. <laughs> if if I've read the five love languages, if that's one of them, you got to go. If your love language is talking about proximity of targets to church, it's over. No, you're done. That's the sixth love language. You, <laughs> the sixth love language. The love language of the beast. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Christ. The 665 love languages. <laughs> there are so many. So many. Welcome to Contextual Deviants. My name is Christian Hagen. Each week on this show, we discuss a particular piece of popular culture art, in this case, movies, and we dissect them through a series of critical contexts. But the contexts are chosen at random using our contextual computer and not decided in advance. You get it. <laughs> So joining me as always is my good friend and co-host, Mr. David Gutchie. Hey, I'm really glad that you gave the listeners credit there yeah. for getting it. I feel like the, the listeners are smart enough. And, you know, I'd like jumping in on episode 11 is a great thing to do. Honestly, but, this um, is I, honestly, you don't have to listen to this show in order. <laughs> that's in true. Fact, I almost prefer if you don't. Yeah, no, please don't. There, there are, good God, please don't. I don't think I don't you know, I don't feel bad about any of the episodes re- we've released thus far, but I do kind of feel like there's there's been some growing pains. Well, you know, the problem with listening to Order Christian uh-huh. is that you miss out on all those classic bits that have been <laughs> 
canonized and require a foundation to be built because there we have so many running jokes that yeah. we reference oh, every man. episode. So, yeah, <laughs> so many running jokes that keep coming back. They just never go time. away. Wow, and have been there from the beginning. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. It's, I, so it's almost hard to keep track of. We have a couple Google spreadsheets, and even that. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. So yeah. that's so that's me. Hi, I'm David. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, this week, uh, the film we will be discussing is, oh, I forgot to look at the year, 2001? Yeah, I think so, because they the, came out one, two, and three. Right, yeah, 2001's, uh, you know, a little a little movie, minor tournament, called The Lord of the Rings, The <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring. Now, if you think that title is a little unwieldy and has the word ring in it twice, <laughs> which is strange. If you think this has the word ring in it twice, well, you'd be right. <laughs> You're correct. And also, you know, it, you I don't know where you've been living because this has been uh, around a while. Yeah, maybe like, I, oh God, I was going to make a Shire joke and it's not funny, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, no. A little peek behind would, the curtain there. Do you think me. they would enjoy movies in the Shire? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they basically they don't ever want to leave. They no. just like sit at home all day. Yeah. They they probably tell they tell a ton of stories. Oh, and that yeah, means yeah. that they love fiction. They love hanging out and getting drunk. They would love movies. But they would also love shitty movies. I think. Yeah. I think hobbits would be the first in Middle Earth to adopt shitty movie nights. Yeah. 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 Or oh, that's tough though. I because I feel like they're too earnest. Oh is yeah. The thing. Well, Mo- some of them well, are pretty curmudgeonly. No, yeah. No, you know what? The, now the you're right. The protagonist hobbits are too earnest. Yeah, but like but Bilbo and like a lot of the, the townsfolks are actually some grumpy ass folks that just <laughs> like making fun of each other. It's pretty much just Sam and Frodo. Everyone yeah. else is like has a sense of humor, but the two of them are just like, like oh, completely huh? earnest, Whoa. dead on, one hundred percent sincere all the time. Which is why there are protagonists, uh, I guess. So tedious uh, for the for the strange, uninitiated few who are unaware of this film. Yeah. Uh, the Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Ring is the first in a trilogy of films based on the books of one J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, set in Middle Earth. There's like hobbits and elves and humans and dwarves and orcs and <laughs> A giant floating eye, <laughs> that and that guy, and and a bunch of actors, and it's in filmed in New Zealand, and it's fine. There's um, a bunch of actors. <laughs> all the movies were filmed at once yeah. and released in concurrent years, and it's um uh crazy that they did that. Yeah, but uh, we are only going to be discussing the first film right tonight. Because each one of them is like three hours long. And if we were to do the entire trilogy in one show, it would get completely unlistenable. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And plus, then, if the context made Peter Jackson this movie and split it up into three movies. Oh, came my up. God. If that comes up, we're <laughs> fucked. Oh, shit. David, should we just get right into it? I just want to. There's a lot of movie here and there's a lot of Elijah Wood to talk about. Oh, I was so, gonna. I was gonna say uh, before uh, before we started recording, uh, yeah. I was I was mentioning that I'm I was concerned that we would have a hard time keeping track what was just in the first movie, mm-hmm. because the three movies because they were filmed together and because they were released so close together and you know pretty much only can talk about them as a trilogy. Not so right. it's harder to talk about them as individual movies. Mm-hmm. It's harder to keep track of the plot points. Yeah, totally. as sprawling and ridiculous as the plot is. Um, and that's something we can get into, which isn't to say that it's bad. It's just there's a lot. Right. There's, there's a, lot. a lot. Lots of threads. Um, and so it's hard to remember when things start and stop. 
So, yeah. so forgive us if we're if we wrong, fuck up, but definitely tweet at us. Yeah, and oh, be, definitely. Be mad. Get real mean about it. Sorry, did I say us Christian? Yeah, <laughs> tweet yeah, yeah, at yeah. Specifically, Christian Hagen. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> at Christian Hagen, <laughs> go get him. Send it to him. Uh huh. It's that's not mine. Yeah, Twitter perfect, hand. perfect. I'm pretty sure that guy's still. I think it's. I can't remember if at Christian Hagen is an underwear model or a photographer because both of them are. Online presences, which oh, I am aware of. Nice. Well, maybe you should go follow those people, listeners. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, patronize their wares, their, their wares, their underwears, and their photo wares. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's start with the contexts. Uh, each episode, we. Oh, I already said that. Uh, <laughs> so here's a, here's the first context for the Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Ring computer. Superlatives: Who won? Who lost? And why? All right. Ooh, okay. Okay, so we get to pick some categories here. We get to come uh, up with them and then choose winners and losers. Yeah. Let's start with what everyone's hoping we're going to talk about in the superlatives. Hair. Hair. Hair, yeah. <laughs> always. Best always hair. hair. Um, Best hair. Legolas is uh, first. Legolas is. Early entry into the. He's got the cleanest hair yeah. by far. Uh, dirtiest hair, Aragorn. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> 100% curliest worse. hair probably Frodo or Sam they got some uh, I don't know Gimli's pretty curly is he Gimli's got some long curlies it, it, does he I don't I don't know if it's curly or just it's ratty braided <laughs> like yeah. I don't think he has curly hair that actually <laughs> kind of disturbs me thinking about think Gimli like with like very... Shirley Temple hair is like the <laughs> nastiest thing okay ever. yeah no, no, no you're I don't right. think it's it might curly. just be wavy maybe it's wavy wavy yeah <laughs> maybe it's wavy but it's not curly okay so he doesn't win curliest hair he might win no. best hair to body ratio in terms of like how long it is it's most like hair to body yeah, ratio yeah. uh-huh um but gandalf has surprisingly long locks yeah, for uh, that's true he might win that one too yeah but like best hair i really like galadriel's hair galadriel's is hair is pretty movie. fantastic yeah uh, I mean, all the elves have kind of yeah. the same hair. Yeah. Except for uh, uh, Arwen, uh, Arwen uh-huh. and her father... Elrond. Elrond Hubbard. Yeah, Elrond Hubbard. <laughs> um, who both are brunettes, and yeah. every other elf is a blonde. It's kind of weird, huh? And then in Do you the think Hob- it's dyed? And then the Hobbit movies, Evangeline Lilly is brunette. But yeah, but those aren't canon. <laughs> what I'm saying is the only, the only elves we give a shit about are the are, ones with brown hair. Yeah. It's kind of strange. I mean, speak for yourself. I I give a shit about I guess Galadriel I mean, and Glorfindel. I mean, the, one, the, Glorfindel, the ones that get the most screen time. Sure, that's true. Um, which is very strange. Yeah. I. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna say, yeah. I, I kind of lean in Legolas mm-hmm. on this one. Yeah. I, it's probably yeah. the only award I would give to Legolas <laughs> of anything from this movie. Yeah. He really doesn't do a whole lot. I mean, he doesn't get to slide on a shield until yeah. The he doesn't. Line. He doesn't go surfing. <laughs> He doesn't go elephant surfing. But we're not talking about that now. No, he doesn't do not. any sweet stunts in this movie. <laughs> he doesn't do any stunts. <laughs> and I, that's what I'm here for. Except he walks on the top of the snow oh, when yeah. they're climbing oh, the mountain. Great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so best snow climber. Cool. <laughs> uh, God, Legolas, please. Okay, here we go. Best appro- or most appropriate accent. Ooh. Which is to most say appropriate. Whose, <laughs> whose accent is the most consistent with their character. Because... Oh. None of them are great. No. Um, and I, I, this, the, the difficulty level of this is it has to be someone who it's not their native accent. Right. I was so Gimli is like that's John. No, that's Davis's pretty much voice. That's, that's pretty much his voice. his voice. So same with that uh, same with uh, uh, Gandalf. I mean, Ian McKellen. Mm-hmm, that's Ian McKellen that's just, just being a, being a British actor. Yep. 
Hmm. Elijah uh, Wood. Elijah also. Wood does pretty well. Yeah. Um. I I specifically the way he says Gandalf or Gandalf, Gandalf bothers yeah. me a lot. That is really, so that, that is could really be up there. That's pretty inconsistent. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. That that is <laughs> the, really irritating. So the most appropriate accent is what we're going yeah, for. Yeah. Or like maybe the most consistent. Most consistent accent. I would say probably Frodo. Sure. Yeah, I would say a pretty good job. Least consistent Except is pretty Gandalf. easy. Yeah. Uh, and that's Liv Tyler oh, as Arwen. Oh. Yeah, man. Uh, man hey, there you could some... give her a least consistent actor award for like her whole career. Yeah. Honestly. I feel bad for Liv Tyler for saying yeah. that. But also, yeah. she's she's rich. Yeah, she's rich. Her, and dad, she's, her dad is. She's is made Steve some choices. Tyler. Yeah. Steve Tyler. Steve Tyler. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> calls him Steve <laughs> Tyler. Steve Tyler, no. Oh, Big Mouth Steve. Oh, Big Mouth Steve. Big Mouth Stevie Bass. No, that's <laughs> sure. not good. It's just Big Mouth Billy Bass, but it sings Aerosmith songs. It's just singing Aerosmith songs. <laughs> that's actually not a terrible idea. Yeah, I'm and he's saying. draped in uh, in just like scarves. Mm-hmm. So many scarves. Sil- silken scarves. You can't even hear the song, but he needs all the scarves. <laughs> Loving an elevator. I mean, flop, 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 flop. <laughs> hey, flop, flop, flop. Flop till you stop. <laughs> that's Billy. Don't flop till you get a flop. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see who uh, in this movie who has the best weapon. Who wins weapons? I would say it's my axe. <laughs> the, the reference to his axe is the or best is it weapon. my bow? No, it's the Balrog's whip. Oh, that Balrog's whip is pretty. <laughs> I great. love that whip, and he has a sword too, right? Dang! I also like his mane. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Uh, yeah, that was. was I, yes, I enjoyed the Balrog's nene as well. Well, listeners, thank you so much for t- <laughs> um, best weapon, the Balrog's nene. Yeah, best name, Balrog's got to Balrog. be Balrog. Best name, although, oh, let's see, Bilbo's always a classic. Bilbo is honestly a pretty bad name for a thing. It it's is like Bilbo. Oh, is that a disease? No, it's uh, my dad <laughs> <laughs> it's, or uncle, I guess. Whatever. And Arwen is tough because it's like Arwen. Arwen? Arwen. It's hard to enunciate that. Aaron? Did you say Aaron? Aaron? Did you say Aaron? (laughs) Aaron's a name I I get. Yeah. Yeah, that's not great. How many people do you think named a child after a character in this movie? Like a bunch, right? Like so many. Too many. Yeah. What would be, yeah. So of the, if if a human, okay, this is how we do this one. If a person were to name a child after a character in this movie, what would be the most acceptable and least acceptable? Sam (laughs) would be the most acceptable. But Sam Wise. Sam Wise, not as good. Not Not as as acceptable. Um, Oh, Oh, no. Oh, man. This is actually tough. It's hard to think of like a single, like Galadriel's not that bad. <laughs> I like. I'm not saying it's good, <laughs> sure. but I'm saying that like, if I heard that a kid was named Galadriel, I'd be like, "Oh, that's yeah. pretty." Like, yeah, I guess. Like, it's weird, but I don't, I don't know. It's not so weird that it's like gonna stop yeah, me in my tracks. I guess, a- as opposed to that other elf, Balrog. <laughs> Balrog, yeah, Balrog's pretty <laughs> yeah. messed up. Yeah, Glorfindel would be a pretty Glorfindel. Good one. That's yeah. the one. It's like Glorfindel <laughs> would be the worst. <laughs> That has to be the worst, yeah, right? That that's got to be up there. That's the silliest name by far. There's no uh, salacious crumb of the. Oh, that's of true. The uh, oh, man. Lord of the Rings. If we were universe, doing another so. Star Wars movie, yeah. Oh, and this came yeah, up. Names are like yeah. Star the, Wars names are the silliest names the in the world. Weirdest things in the Borgala. world. <laughs> For instance, right? The Borgala. Like, right. Okay, uh, but I, yeah, I think Samwise might even still be the most acceptable one, or Frodo, just because yeah. people know him. 
right, right. You can't name a kid Gandalf. You can't do that to anyone. No, yeah, no. Someone has. I guarantee it. One hundred percent. Yeah, uh, there has to be someone in the world. Uh, I'm sorry, Gandalf. I guess Arwen isn't that bad, but like I said before, it's like it sounds like another name. Elrond is confusing because it sounds like another name. Sounds like Elrond Hubbard. (laughs) Everybody thinks you definitely don't want to be associated with that. Not really. Um, sorry if there are any Scientologists. I'm not sorry. I'm like (laughs) I'm I'm gonna make fun of you. Fair enough. Like I don't know. Well, they don't get they don't get like consistent internet access or whatever. Yeah, so they probably can't listen to. They podcasts. probably couldn't listen to this. Anyway. And this is one of those things that's uh, deemed a like a negative thing. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. So they. Oh, probably we are definitely SPs for sure. Yes, there we go. You I, and me are an SP. We are. We are an SP. <laughs> <laughs> SP for you and me. Um. Yeah. yeah okay. Any other categories? Any other category? Just general fashion, I think. Fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like not just hair, but like all just the get up. Yeah. The elves are up there. Galadriel again. Like I nominated yeah, her for her, everything. Her but dress she's is so pretty great. Good. Yeah. Of anyone that I think of that is well dressed in Lord of the Rings, it's like her and like Saruman. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, if a woman was wearing what Saruman was wearing, not to be like yeah. gender shaming, but I feel like oh, if someone was wearing it as a dress more than as a robe, yeah, I think that worked Maybe better as a dress just, than as a robe. Okay, I see what you're saying. I, I think there, there's a point when a robe just becomes a dress, and they just don't want to yeah. call it a dress. And I'm like, just call it a dress. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're a man fine, wearing yeah. a dress; you can wear a dress. You, you have just to call don't, it a dress. Don't do a euphemistic like <laughs> it's a robe. It's like no, it's not. <laughs> there was that whole scene where they argued with the orcs <laughs> about whether it was a dress and whether it was yellow. Or blue and everyone was oh like, my god no, no <laughs> oh Saruman's god. dress is blue. it's blue and gold and no it's black and blue or whatever uh, I hate that scene in Lord of the Rings yeah oh the, the longest worst. part of the it's movie the um, and then the other scene where they argue about whether or not a hot dog is a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> uh, the worst yeah Smeagol was Smeagol. so wrong about that one. you know you know who's got their fashion game on right not Smeagol, Smeagol. oh no no sorry oh god uh, I think Galadriel wins that one yeah, well, I mean, Legolas has very well-fitted clothing. Uh, Arwen has a, some nice dresses. I would say what cool. Arwen wears when she uh, picks him up on the horse. That is pretty cool. I actually cool. thought it was a pretty cool outfit. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, there aren't that many, like, really... Everybody's kind of rugged. Yeah, everybody's pretty rugged. And yeah. I mean, it's a fantasy setting, so the right. clothes are going to be kind of weird. I actually think the reason that Galadriel feels, like, normal enough for us to do this is because of all of the actors in the movie, she, like, it feels like Kate Blanchett is the one who is in their character the best mm, like she's mm. the most comfortable being galadriel yeah whereas everyone yeah. else feels like they're trying really hard to be the right. thing that they are but yeah. she's just like she shows up she's and like, i'm like i'm kate blanchett i am like, galadriel i'm galadriel how's it going you, you, i mean you put me in this thing but it's like i'm just this yeah. and it's like yeah i get it and i believe it galadriel to be here oh my god it's, i love that it's, so much Stretching it out, baby. That's what I do. I'm so mad. I love it. Thanks. That's what I strive for. Globalists, this movie is pointing to a huge real world conspiracy. What is it? Yeah, Yeah. boy. Yeah, that's right. All right. Globalists have taken over our Lord of the Rings. And, uh, okay. So (laughs) this, this requires us to sort of talk about some of the recurring themes and motifs in the film Mm -hmm. and what they might be pointing to in the real world. Yeah. So I think the most obvious one is the ring having control over the various other rings around the world. So it's like, it's like got like a one world government kind of thing where it's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, there's like democracies all over. There's all these different leaders of all these different countries 
but there's one ring that's pulling all the yep. strings, man. Mm-hmm. And and we are seduced by power of the smaller rings, mm-hmm. of course. But that just means you're a thrall to the bigger. Yeah. Ring. And ultimately, it's all the Bilderberg ring <laughs> that you know <laughs> that governs them all. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. It's like in a mountain mm-hmm. in Zurich somewhere. There's yeah. one ring to <laughs> rule one, them all. One ring. And well, we're all scrabbling for these little rings. That big one up there is like, doesn't matter who has it. I'm going to be yep. in charge. <laughs> That's what they sound That's like. That's Sauron, by the way. Yeah, that <laughs> was, my... they didn't really, like, they modified his voice so much mm-hmm. that it was like. That he, like, but, didn't really have it. <laughs> yeah, but his his true voice is like, I'm going to be in charge. Oh, I'm going to be in charge. I'm up in this big house up in here. I got my <laughs> little eye. House. Looking at everybody. I peep on you. Yeah. What are you doing? I wonder, I wonder what it's like for him to be roommates with Darth Vader. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That's where they live. Yeah, that's a callback. Hey, that's um, classic bit. Cl- classic bit for for fans of the show. <laughs> um, yeah. So mm. what other? But that that one's very surface level. Yeah. I think we need to dig yeah. deeper. Yeah, let's we need to go in into the matrix of this movie. <laughs> oh God. <sighs> well. There's got to be some sort of, uh, oh, I don't know. I mean, the consolidation of power is like the theme. Yeah. Um, but also invading hordes yeah. of brown people mm, mm. being sent by an evil white by person the, yeah, to, take over, evil white to take person. over the lands of other white people, which yeah. is very much a sort of Donald Trump vision of the world. Yeah. So maybe it doesn't point to a, con- to a conspiracy as much as, you know, just uh, general just, xenophobia, just an actual xenophobic nature of our world, Yeah, which is real. So, you know, let's, let's throw that out there. That's, that's a yeah. conspiracy for you. Yeah. I think the conspiracy mm. then would be that someone is organizing that like mm. <laughs> not just, not just God, it, it's just because I always think about when people are talking about like, you know, Mexicans coming into our country in waves to try and take over. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, they come like a family at a time or there's like small caravans of people who are like <laughs> sick and hungry. Yeah. They're not being sent by anyone to take anything over. Right. Yeah. It's not right. Like people talk about it like it's this huge horde that's coming and yeah. taking up everything. Like, like World it's War like, Z. Or it's something. like individual Jeez. human beings yeah. who are struggling. And, yeah. And so it's, so maybe that's a that's the like it's that concern. Conspiracy. It's right. the idea that somehow there's this like the uh, the whole Mexican population right. is going to come to America to destroy it, and they're being like <laughs> built up as an army, but somehow uh, we're uh, whatever. Yeah, it's, but it's that's that kind it. of it's shit. It's so yeah. the orcs obviously represent that in this movie, which is a very harmful stereotype. The real, orcs themselves are yeah. a very harmful stereotype. I mean, a p- part yeah. part of this context where it gets a little dicey is that it's basically centered around making fun of the alt-right because they are like so obsessed with like globalist conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. but at the same time at the same time you spot them in these movies and that's what they're looking for too is the Uh, thing like a person from the alt-right is going to watch this movie and think like the good guys are all white the bad guys are all brown the like purest good guys are all blonde you're like real Aryan looking yeah yeah and it's like mm-hmm. yeah and very isolationist right. as well they don't want yeah. anyone from outside so it's mm-hmm. like you know it, it's it's sort of an alt-right person's yeah. vision of a, a great fantasy yeah. universe Weird. I think, there are like almost no women in power and the ones that are are very rarely seen yeah no they exist in myth maybe and yeah. you know and Gladriel again shout out to Gladriel I think there's got to be something to do with uh, 
it's it's mostly all right stuff. I agree with you there, except Ooh. the the angle that somebody could take as a as a farmer or a or a simple liver. And so this is more of like a libertarian perspective mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. on the world. It's like don't tread on me, sort of don't come into my shire bring in this like we don't want this we are like insulated from global politics like that's where the shire's at like that's prototypical america or like pioneer america is sort of like we don't need to care about any of the stuff that's going on around us i'm george washington and we should never give foreign aid to anyone <laughs> uh, and that's the shire in this movie and so perhaps the conspiracy is just that like somehow they're going to try to do like the whole rest of the world. This is how they're going to take down America is by like pretending that there's a big threat somewhere to like get Americans to come out oh, of their shell I see to go saying. get Sauron and throw a ring in. I mean, I, that's where it disappears. <laughs> but the idea that there's a giant threat somewhere that we're, that we're being told about mm-hmm. and that the conspiracy is actually that there is no giant threat that we're being told about that we need to like, there is no North Korea and there is no ISIS and there is none of these things. Right. It's just a way to get us to spend all our resources and start contributing on a geopolitical scale, which is not what we want to do as libertarian Americans. Sure, that's the well, and we never the see angle. the we never see the ring actually controlling anyone. We may mostly just see Frodo. Mm. He, he's able to disappear a couple times. Okay, but other than that, yeah, like it doesn't seem to do anything. No. So, but the implication that it's like super powerful and would give Sauron the ability to control the world is all just like said, but not seen. <laughs> So there is the entire possibility that from beginning to end in this trilogy, there is nothing special about this ring. It's a con. It's just it a, could it's just, just be a, a long con. It's just a ring that Gandalf found in a cereal box once, and he was like, I got to get that guy. Yeah. I got to trick Frodo. I got to right. punk him. And while they're worrying about the ring and all that shit, like, the real threat is that Sauron is building up an army and is, like, coming to conquer everybody mm. with, like, actual violence and not <laughs> right. and magic. And not the ring at all. Like, he right. doesn't even need that, clearly. Like, yeah. He's fine. Yeah, honestly, fine. if they hadn't destroyed the ring, he would have. He still would have won, probably, because yeah, he had way more, like, yeah. people. Like, he didn't bodies. need that thing. He shouldn't have wasted as much time as he had on, the on ring. that ring. That's silly. And yeah. we've uncovered a... <laughs> A real mistake, and this is we're writing the how Hitler should have won book oh, about World War Two. But wait, about so did Tolkien. Hitler also try to get a magic ring? Is that what <laughs> that was that his problem? He devoted way too much time trying to find so that magic into ring. that magic ring, that magic ring that we all know and love. Yeah, good thing the Allies got that magic yeah, ring. We got first. it on lockdown. It's on the back of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> it's National just taped Treasure on there, like Scotch tape. Yeah. <laughs> like we got it in the safest place it could ever be the back of the declaration of independence uh fantastic yeah what is there like a like a national treasure or da vinci code style like mm. string of clues that's going to lead us to like the holy grail or something in this movie hmm. Hmm. i mean the the grail is there is the problem uh, yeah. like the treasure that yeah. could be that is like is literally given to Frodo as the main plot point of this movie. Or is it like a decoder ring and the ring is uh, just the the venue through which we're able to see whatever else is going on. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> really really reaching for it on this yeah, one. Huh? Yeah. I mean the other the other more surface level uh conspiracy is just sort of the it's it's a very general idea, but it's the idea that there is one person or a small group of people that has an important truth being the one ring. And they're like, 
9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> and that's what's written on the ring. It says okay. 9-11 is an inside job. And then all of the, like, the whole, all the shadow governments represented by the shadow Nazgul things. Yes, like, yes. all of that, like, try to kill you every step of the way as you try to get that into the, to the so public So instead of a loose ring, it's loose change. Loose change, exactly. <laughs> instead of the ring being in a little envelope, he just opens it and it's a bunch of change that falls out. And he's like, oh, loose change. And 9-11 is an inside job. He, that's what it says in Elvish. No one yeah. actually read it, but it does say that. Maybe, maybe this context should be, how does this movie say that 9-11 <laughs> was an inside job? Honestly, maybe. Like, <laughs> it's it, so fun. Yeah, that, that, that is like, like one conspiracy. You can probably find clues in anything. <laughs> You know, like the two towers is the obvious one. Yeah. But in the first yeah. one, they had to yeah. build it up. Somehow. They had to build it up. So they were like, well, we're going to talk about loose change at least. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I'm talking about that beacon of truth. man. Yeah. You know, they, they don't want Zeitgeist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sounds like a like a name of a character in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's the dragon's name the, or the thing that Nazgul. Wrote. That would be that would be the worst name for a child. Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. This is my kid Zeitgeist. This is my and child Zeitgeist loose change. <laughs> One one last name. It's my last name also. I'm David Loose Change. David Loose Change. Lucy Loose Change is a good name for a superhero that only talks about 9-11. Lucy Loose Change is not a bad name for a band, actually. Oh, yeah. That's not terrible either. No, yeah. I I mean, we've talked before about, like, great pun band names mm-hmm. that are, like, based on celebrities. Yeah. I think Lucy Loose Change is pretty <laughs> it's, great, it's actually. Bad. Yeah. What about Alex Jonestown Massacre? Okay. If that isn't already a thing... <laughs> I would be shocked. Yeah. Hey, well, let's do it. Of course, the Brian Jonestown massacre would probably sue. Them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. They, would, they would. It's oh well. Oh well. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Brian Jonestown massacre. I had a good idea. I had to follow my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <gasps> what? I. I can't think of any more. No, conspiracies. I, I think I think that I mean after we get to nine eleven, that's pretty much. Yeah, it. who who? What bigger conspiracy could there be? Yeah. What bigger cover up has there ever been? The, so <laughs> let's see. Um, so the ring is the magic bullet, and mm-hmm. Gandalf yeah. is trying to destroy it, but then he finds out that Saruman is working with Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, and so, okay, okay, yeah. No, you just got to the one conspiracy that's bigger yep, than 9-11. Yep, Lee Harvey Oswald, who is Sauron. Yep, um, yep. And, and he's <laughs> okay. being helped by a, a high government figure in mm-hmm. Saruman, Saruman, who everyone trusts, yep. mm-hmm. to take out the JFK of Middle-earth, right. who is... Frodo? Gandalf? Gandalf, maybe? Gandalf. Gandalf. He's more of a torchbearer of good. Like sure. JFK, it was a, you know, a, a uh, symbol. And yeah. he and he also didn't do that much. <laughs> True. Yeah, Gandalf was just sort of like, hey, I know, I care. Wow, yeah. magic. Fireworks. That, I, I, I fear I may have probably offended someone <laughs> with that joke. Um, I, I was a fan of JFK mm-hmm. back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> um, back in my yeah, day. Yeah, Gandalf doesn't do shit. Like... He he's a wizard who has no magical ability, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he clearly does because he like fights that demon. But 
he doesn't even really fight it. He like hits his stick like on the ground it. and the bridge breaks. That's true. It's like you could have done that with anything. With just a normal stick. It was just a normal <laughs> stick. And like obviously we're meant to imply that he like magically caused the bridge to collapse, but the mm-hmm. way it's represented visually is just he hit it in just the right spot. <laughs> yeah. And then it fell and he just falls into a pit. It's not yeah. like there's nothing magical about that. Have you ever fallen into a pit, Christian? No. Exactly. That's fair. <laughs> It really isn't until uh, later movies that we see him do anything vaguely magical. And the only thing that we see in that case is he just comes back to life. He comes back to life and he makes a bunch of light. Like he does yeah. what a flashlight could exactly. do. Exactly. He, he is the worst wizard <laughs> in all movies. He, he is very disappointing. He doesn't do shit. I mean, honestly, his fireworks are the most impressive thing that he does in all of the movies. And they're just fireworks. And they're like, just actual normal fireworks. They are just fireworks. The dragon thing is impressive. But sure. he didn't actually do that. Because if you if you watch Carol, it's just like they light it and it goes off. So the, yeah. the firework, firework is acting on its own. He's mm-hmm. not causing it to happen. Yeah. He, so it's at not best, he's a good trick. engineer. Yes, exactly. He's <laughs> good with gunpowder well so maybe that's actually the secret i think we uncovered the biggest conspiracy of all that there is no magic that gandalf is an engineer oh. he, he breaks the bridge by knowing its precise weak point yes he he found a way to filter light through a prism so that he could yes. do it with the staff and he he made these amazing fireworks that basically are magic but turns out he's just very good at making so he's like he's like the wizard of oz yeah basically he's like really good at tricking these primitive cultures with this like sort of like futuristic (laughs) technology or like knowledge of of Mm -hmm. how things being like yes it's me wizard gandalf yeah no honestly though no i uh, except for the whole coming back to life thing. but 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 who's the only person who saw that happen the balrog gandalf (laughs) why the balrog Who Sorry. might not have existed? Because he didn't affect anyone else. They saw it. Could have been it. a projection. It could have been a projection. Oh my god! It was totally a projection. Or like this another, is the best or like another like fireworks thing. Like he could have built the ball ball rod. Yeah, we have evidence to believe based on that dragon that he did that he has that the he ability has the ability to, to do build that. something like that. Yeah, and then wanted to like exit in dramatic fashion, and he so he fell, but onto of course a very uh, a very well engineered yeah. trampoline. That he, he, was he caused. He engineered that fall. Oh my god! And like it was also that he could then like pretend to come back to life, mm-hmm. so that to people inspire. would like like be like, "Wow, you're fucking impressive," yeah. and like inspire them. Oh, yeah. you're clean now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe because maybe like the the like he knew that the other kingdoms or whatever, like Rohan and all that, they would only yeah. like they would only join the cause if they're like, "Holy shit, he died and came back to life." Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna do what that guy says. Yeah. like that's why Andy Kaufman's our president now. <laughs> Because he did die and came back to life, <laughs> as did. we all know. As we all know. That's what this movie's a conspiracy <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, Gandalf can't do real magic. Wow. It's it's proven. Prove me wrong. I mean, technically it's not a real world conspiracy, so it doesn't quite <laughs> yeah. fit the context. Yeah. But I do think but it is it, this pretty is the place for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it, the Lord of the Rings and its surrounding fandom has become almost the real world experience yeah. in terms of how pervasive it is. Yeah. So to say Gandalf doesn't do actual magic Would, is like <laughs> maybe more likely to get you killed than <laughs> saying 9-11 was an inside job. There's honestly. somebody listening to this right now like, shit, they're Who's onto like, us. <laughs> yeah. 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 We got them. We, we, we really got to hide out. We got you in our sights. We got to hide out after this one. Yeah. We got Scientologists coming after us. Now we got yeah. those Gandalf magic truthers coming after <laughs> Gandalf us. Gandalf magic truthers. 
<laughs> or is that us? No, that's us. That's what we're the that, magic. That's characters. what the documentary Loose Rings would be about. Loose rings. <laughs> Loose rings. Uh, and then we'd have to find out what year it is in the Lord of the Rings because there's right. like there's years, right? <laughs> I assume. I don't there's know. Tolkien be. was meticulous. I'm sure there are. Yeah, years. there's yeah. there's got to be a yeah. timeline. Uh, 1492. Uh, let's move on to another context. We've uncovered all the conspiracies we can. Oh, boy. Feminist theory. Yes. Yes. Okay. We uh, need this. We do. This movie needs this, yeah. frankly. Okay. So, actually, as I previously discussed, for some reason, on my other podcast, The Hypotheticast, find us at Hypotheticast on Twitter, Gmail, Facebook, and Instagram, uh, there are, like two hobbit women and like the first maybe hour of the movie is like in the shire yep with a bunch of people but the characters that are hobbit women are rosie who is like pretty yeah is her character she's like that's the most it. human looking hobbit. yeah and sam is like oh yeah i gotta get that that's her character <laughs> so it's not one she's desired yeah she's a sexy lamp uh-huh and then we have an angry mean witch lamp that wants to steal bilbo's shit <laughs> The oh, Sackville yeah. Baggins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and that's it. Wow. That is all we get. Yeah, as I a think the only other Hobbit one women. is the the woman. And I don't know. It could be the same woman as that. Mm-hmm. Who is like the guy who's like always scowling at them. There's oh, like a, he yeah. has like a wife who scowls at who him also for scowling scowls, at them. Yeah. And like so that's like all that's a all background that scowler does. to scowler. Yeah. This yeah. this movie to me is one of the most problematic in terms of a feminist theory. Not just because it, it, what 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 makes it so infuriating is it doesn't do, especially this first movie doesn't do even the sexist thing of like a woman tries to do something uh, like important or 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 valid or or mm. like valorly or whatever, and they sure. fail, and then the men have to clean and then it up. Do it literally. The women don't do anything, right? Like it's never even brought up as a possibility that a woman could save the day or I think, could be I think a hero. The, or whatever. the only the Arwen does. Yeah, that's Arwen the only does. thing. That's one you get that's, one. That's the one thing, and literally all it is is she goes, picks up Frodo, keeps him away from the ring rates. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, it's nice. And then she changes into a dress when she gets back, and never does another cool right. thing in any yeah. of the movies. In any of the movies, but we are only talking about this one. And even but in this one, she doesn't do even anything in this else one, after that, that. That's her thing. That's it. After that's that, her entire character is just defined by her relationship to yep. Aragorn. Yep. And how she is soft and desired again. Yeah. It's like that's Galadriel is the woman in this movie that is not explicitly just there for the men to be in a relationship with. But her whole thing is uh if she gets a if she gets a really nice piece of jewelry, she's gonna (laughs) turn into like a A terrifying queen. Like an evil queen. All shall worship me in despair. Exactly. Yeah, all shall love me in despair. Yeah. That's the quote. And that is is still best model. And that is like like enough of a problem for Frodo to be like, shit, she cannot get the ring. Yeah, it's like, well, I know she can't have yeah, it. Yeah, she can't do it. <laughs> See, what I want is for like, like just put those words in the mouth of a man and just is like, oh, this isn't a problematic speech anymore. It's just yeah. like fun. But because that, it, it, that's the problem here that we're talking about. It's not that Arwen doing that cool thing and then not doing anything else for the movie is like a problem in and of itself. It's that that's the only cool thing that any woman actually does in the movie. Right. And it, and and the thing is is it's almost defined as when they pick when she picks him up initially, she's got her hood and he thinks it's a man. Yeah. 
And so it's like a reveal it's that like, she's a woman. Oh, even for a woman, right. she's fast and so, and, at riding a horse. <laughs> and you talk about that Galadriel speech and how if it was given by a man, it wouldn't be problematic. But the yeah. thing is, it's like everything that is coded female that is in any way like badass or like empowering in any way mm-hmm. is coded as being a man's thing that a woman is doing. That a woman is trying not, to do. Not a mm. thing that a woman happens to be doing. It's like, yeah. it's a man's thing that a woman's doing. Yeah. And so yeah. it's, so that like the Arwen thing mm-hmm. being the only example, because there are no <laughs> other examples. It's that's in and, in and of itself, the worst right. problem with this conversation. Oh God. It's these movies have such a fucking problem with women. Yeah. It is absurd. And that is half on Peter Jackson to be fair. But also, I mean, mostly, I on mean, Jared mostly Tolkien. on Tolkien. Like yeah. Tolkien, the, he, there's no room for women. They in actually, the Lord of the Rings. they added a lot right. more stuff. For yeah, women. like that whole thing where Arwen saves Frodo that's didn't happen in the yeah. books. It was a different character. So literally, if they had done a shot for shot sort of, we're going to remake Fellowship of the Ring, there would have been no heroic wo- woman, women at all. Women at all, let yeah. alone moments for them to shine. Exactly, it would have been menacing suspenseful scary and then nothing else and that's it yeah and that's not you know that's that's, not great that's what's so crazy to me it's not even that there's there are movies where there's like the men are the heroes and there's like an evil woman yeah that they have to overcome or there's like a like a side character who's a woman who you have to like get away from or there's something like that Mm, yeah this movie that doesn't even have those nope it's not even that there are like (laughs) antagonist Uh, women there just are like Three women who have lines. No, two. Two. Two women who two, have lines. Two. Both of whom are elves. Yep. And both of whom could just be not them. Like, it could be... Yep. It could just be puffs of air. You know? <laughs> it's it's <sighs> absurd Yeah, how poorly this movie handles women. Yeah. And I think I think I would really like Galadriel as a character. And I actually, I do. Yeah, I do yeah. like Galadriel as a character. Because Kate Blanchett's I amazing. Could, yeah, uh-huh. But I think that I could really be a fan of her role in this world if the world was more egalitarian. If there was just like, oh, there's nine people on the fellowship and five of them are women because that's how the world works in terms of like how they probably assign gender. This probably about 50 50 in Middle Earth. I don't know. I mean, one would have to assume. Yeah. The population is large enough for them to have these huge armies. There's got to be women around. (laughs) There's got to be women. What are they doing? Certainly not being in the stories that we tell about people. Jesus. So, so that's all on Tolkien, honestly. And then a little on Peter Jackson too, for not like deciding to be like, well, fuck that. It's the same story, but we can just tell it with women in it. Yeah. He could have, or even just, yeah, even, just as extras like honestly <laughs> yeah, what's, yeah, yeah that's like that's what's crazy about this movie. It, it would be offensive if he were just using women as set dressing but yeah. he's not even using women <laughs> as set dressing so it's almost like he's trying to invent a world where there's like where there no women yeah. and then he remembered oh well how will everyone exist well we'll throw in a couple women, a couple yeah and then that'll how be will good. they exist it will imply that there's more women somewhere else <laughs> i i think what he was trying to do with this movie is here's the only angle that i can see that is acceptable to defend peter jackson or J.R. Tolkien on a level of feminist theory that he was trying to make why the last woman (laughs) (laughs) is trying to make Brian K. Vaughn spin off yeah but with instead of incidentally I would watch that I would I would love that well it's because yeah yeah, it would get it would get dark it would get dark but but I would watch it it would be a very interesting story and there would be a reason that you didn't cast women boy now that I think about it why the last men would be a lot different (laughs) if the roles were reversed it would be that would be scary it would be super scary shit I mean it's already pretty fucked up but like that's like 
next level. That's nasty. That's bad. That's nasty. Uh, okay. Wow. So we've um, talked about that. So we've talked about that. Uh, I I would say okay. Let's talk about more specific feminist theory stuff in terms of gender roles and in terms of performing gender and things like that. Are there moments in this movie where people, uh, where where people are shamed for acting frail or like how much toxic masculinity is present? Yeah, I was, I was, yes, I was going to say because toxic masculinity and patriarchy, those are things that are Mm -hmm. also part of feminist theory. And you're right. I think Mm -hmm. I'm actually surprisingly, they do a fair amount of crying and hugging and aren't shamed for that, which is nice. Uh, I think Boromir probably represents the most toxic masculinity in this yeah, Boromir movie. Boromir is up there. Gimli a little bit. Yeah. Cause I would say yeah. Sam kind of comes across as the most feminine of the men. Mm-hmm. and Which is remarkable because uh, Elijah Wood is a adorable, oh, yeah. very gentle person. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so. that's true. Uh-huh. Um, so I wonder, and I feel like, but yeah, I think you're right. I think, and it's also he's, but he's also right. the only uh, hobbit who has an explicit, romance or like a romantic obsession yes. with a woman like, don't worry like, sam is so straight right it's as if yeah it's as if the filmmakers were like well we don't want them to think that these hobbits yeah. are gay right which they already did but like let's not yeah. audiences right. were audiences were quick to jump on the the mm-hmm. hobbits are gay kind of narrative yeah. and they are but honestly honestly it'd be great fine yeah <laughs> you know fine. exactly <laughs> who cares this this story needed another motivating factor like yeah. Any romance that wasn't like a woman pining mm. for a man she can't mm. have <laughs> or a man pining for yeah. a woman he can't have. Mm-hmm. It's like, can we just have a relationship in this movie that's <laughs> well, not disgusting? I actually I think I think I would I would come to bat for the Frodo and Sam relationship as a actually kind of pure like the reason that so many people jumped on the like, oh, they must be gay thing is because they're very sincere, eager, loving friends to each other. That's a good point. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like is. when you talk about toxic masculinity, that's basically the opposite of it. It's saying men can be uh, gentle with each other and they can be uh, like caring and mm-hmm. hug each other and be like, I love you, Sam. I love you, Mr. Frodo. And like and that is fine to do. Like, yeah. So right. that right. that's a good that point. is great. That does not offset the complete lack of women in the movie. Yeah. But it is a, you know, it's it gives some sort of, it cuts a little bit at the trunk of Toxic Masculine. No, yeah, you're right. Cool. And I, That's kind of neat. Yeah, it's like a different, it's it's like a different chamber of feminist theory. Right. And right. I now that you say it, actually I'm thinking about it more, and I think you might be right. I think, well, you might be, you are right. I think you're right. Which is to Thank say, you. you're welcome, that, um, that the way they deal with masculinity in this film is a lot more nuanced than I think a lot of movies in the fantasy genre in particular, but also Mm -hmm. a lot of other movies just in general. Like, yeah, they do show a a very diverse range of male, male relationships. I mean, they mostly show men, so it makes sense. I mean, it's only men. So, but it is to their credit that they're not all just like, we're men though. So let's be tough. Like there's a lot of different ways of expressing how to be a man. Very dear friendships based on Mm -hmm. mutual need. There's, Mm -hmm. um, like close friendships ba- based on like mutual love of mischief. That's Mary yeah, and Pippin. Uh-huh, yeah, there's but they are like, like buds till the end, like ride or die. I love this dude. There's the like, there's the confrontational, but like ultimately accepting friendship of like Gimli and Legolas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's there's a there's a sort of odd hierarchy going on with Aragorn and Baromir. Yeah, I think they Boromir. they represent d- this sort of like alpha 
bad male instincts. I yeah. think that that and the the lust for power and the uh, uh, willingness to betray people that you are supposed to be protecting. Right. That's kind of the the like. Well, and, and and not just not just that, but the entitled nature of it. Like, mm. I. My people need right. this, so I need to yeah. like so I, I should have. This. I'm going to take it. Yeah, I want this, it. It's more important so it's to me now. than it is to you. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, very true. And so, in a way, also Boromir being a pseudo villain and then hero, kind of spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert for this movie, you probably should have watched. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think that also is a little one little brick in the foundation of like it's a good way to represent a bad trait by saying, Hey, he suffers for this. Yeah. Nobody thinks this is good. That's Boromir true. Boromir is frowned upon for being selfish and exhibiting a lot of the traits about men that we don't like. And honestly, like that's kind of the, the weird thing about this movie is for all of the ways that it does not represent women. It does kind of trash quote the world of men. Yeah. Like, they're like men. They're selfish. All they do is like they want power. They're right. greedy. And like, they're, fuck they're talking on like a racial yeah, level. Yeah, I know. But, but like, I, I kind of yeah. like the, the idea that it's just like <laughs> men are trash. <laughs> I do hear what you're saying, um, and that is kind of the way that Elrond frames why he thinks uh, uh, Arwen and Aragorn shouldn't be together. Right. Is like almost like a he's, he's like men a only man, want one though. kind of thing. Like uh-huh. it's like. <laughs> Dude, like what? What? How? How many hundreds of years old is your daughter? She can probably decide. Yeah, she's probably fine. She's probably all right. <sighs> oh man. No, nope, but she's a woman. She has to listen. Yeah, it's that's that's the way. It's brutal, man. Yeah. And so, so, and so, Arwen's <laughs> only two choices for her life are: do what her dad says and go on a long trip across the sea. <laughs> yep, backpack or, across Europe. Or stick around with her hot boyfriend mm-hmm. so she can have a baby and die. Yeah. Like, those are the two options she yep. has. So her entire future, and yeah. the only reason we're supposed to, like, care about what happens to her character, yeah. is motivated by what these men yep. want and how she mm-hmm. relates to them. God, that sucks. It sucks. Yeah, she can't just decide, no, I'm just going to go do this other thing. Right. Like, there's even no if, room even for if, that? Even if her choice was... Between like being in a healthy relationship or like choose or like spending more time with her family, it's like, yeah. but it's not. It's never because it's what's good for her, right? It's, she has to choose Elrond's way or Aragorn's way. Exactly. Yeah. She doesn't get to choose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is kind of funny about that though is that Aragorn kind of doesn't want her to to like stick around. He like yeah. ex- pretty explicitly says, yeah. "No, you you He's should like, go. It's a bad call. You, you're you definitely making here. the wrong choice here." Which <laughs> <laughs> is super weird. Yeah. Well. I mean, he just wants what's best or something. Who or knows? Something. I don't know. I don't. Lil V. Yeah, that's 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 very much an Aragorn like talking sense into the woman kind of thing. Yeah, which is not great. It sucks, man. Yeah, it's like no, don't be emotional. Be like true, be, logical, be more logical, like yeah. me, Aragorn. So I'm the manliest yeah, I'm, muddy man that's ever been. I'm so logical. I I <laughs> refuse to be king because it yeah. sucked. Because I didn't. No, kings are dumb. <laughs> For reasons which are never fully explained. And then he puts on his Doom Tree hoodie and <laughs> walks <laughs> off into the distance. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. Are, we t- are we taking aim at Doom Tree now? No, just no kings, that's all. Oh, yeah. no kings. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry. I, it was it maybe I wanted to cl- I wanted to clarify. <laughs> no, 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 no. We I weren't saying that like no. people wearing Doom Tree hoodies oh, are God, like no. No. <laughs> I mean, no, he would be the lamest person that's ever worn a Doom Tree hoodie. I mean, I've worn one, so it well, would be a pretty tight competition. This week on Is Christian Lamer Than Aragorn? 
I mean, pretty, pretty definitively. I don't yeah. know, but I have seen you put out candles with your fingers. That's true. And Aragorn, that's something we have in common. You, you, you do that a lot. I do it all the time. Yeah, I, I practice. You light candles to put them out with your yeah. fingers. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not a lot of my friends come into my house and light candles. Yeah, but. and I specifically come in when you don't know I'm coming. Yeah, I'll like sneak in and, <laughs> and just like, light, light a candle, candle and just, <laughs> just and then be like, out. "Hey, come here, check it out. Like, check out what I can do. Like, how did you get in here? Check it out. <laughs> no, I don't, it doesn't matter. Check it out. Okay, see you. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'm here. You got any more candles? <laughs> I'm out of candles. That's why I came over here. <laughs> I came to kick ass and snuff candles, and I'm all out of candles. <laughs> So I'm just going to kick ass, I guess? Like, what? Yeah. I guess my only option is to kick ass. <laughs> yeah, I do. The thing about that line, is, as as hilarious and badass as it is, yeah. it doesn't make any goddamn no. sense. I came here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Like, those are the only two reasons you came here? Like, really? Are you sure you don't want some soda? Those are two like, very specific things. And why do you go anywhere to chew gum? Yeah, like, you don't need it's to, not, I it's came not here to, buy, to get gum, to buy gum. <laughs> to chew gum. Yeah, Sometimes, to chew gum. You, you can know, chew no, gum I, I anywhere. Get, see, I don't know if you can, though. It's a very location-based experience. I need to be in the right mood and the right place, <laughs> mentally and spiritually and physically, to be able to chew gum. I'm opening this uh, gum bar in Northeast. <laughs> <laughs> that is honestly more substantial than a water bar yeah. so oh, the water bar yeah <laughs> yep. well i think you could um you could maybe do it with like a hookah situation where like you oh, chew certain yeah. gums and smoke certain like oh flavors. that's a good idea not really but <laughs> it's it's a thing that i think someone could base a, a small yeah. shitty business around gum bar it's a gum bar wizard it has <laughs> to be sale perfect i love the i love turning any who song into yep. like like an aggressive country song like brand who are you god that is rough it's bad it's hard it's real bad it's a hard life out there <laughs> it's hard out here for a pimp <sighs> We should do that movie. Hustle and Flow? Yeah, we should do that. I've, I don't never, I've never seen it. You've never seen it? I've never oh, seen shit. it. We Luda. could do 8 Mile. Because I owned it. that oh. for a long time. Uh-oh. 8 Mile. Yeah, why not? Um, We'll talk about it yeah, off air. Yeah, let's do that. Off air. Um, feminist theory. So, yeah, yeah Lord of the Rings. Yeah, uh, it's not surprisingly does not pass a lot of the... Uh, oh, yeah. The Bechdel test definitely not. It passes literally mm. none of the... like, And obviously, you know, as any, as any feminist film critic or critic of anything would tell you a lot of those tests are more for fun they're not really yeah. like hard and fast rules for mm-hmm. what constitutes feminism and what isn't right. feminism right. but if you're going off of the Bechdel test or the sexy lamp test mm-hmm. or some of those other ones it's like they fail if this movie it fails all of them so, yeah it, everyone it's and it's impossible for it not to because there are never two women on screen <sighs> at the same time yeah. and they don't do anything they don't get to do anything nope. or have any agency of their own yeah. and honestly Arwen I mean she saves Frodo. Why? Yeah. To help Aragorn. Yeah. Less she about wants, Frodo in the ring. That D. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but she does. She does clearly. There want was that delete in the extended edition, which clearly you didn't watch. There's this scene where there, where she's like, "I want. That I give D. you my pendant, and in exchange, <laughs> give me, that give D. me your D." And he says, my, my, my D? It's my D? Aragorn. My D. My D. You cannot handle my D. 
Traveler. <laughs> Strider. That's just what that turned Strider's into. Strider's D. <laughs> Sam saying Strider's D. Strider. That's that's the way. That's the one. Oh, man. Sam's accent. Sam's accent is charming, but also so, so silly. weird. Strider. 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 Potatoes. <laughs> I know that's not in this movie. It's but... not from this movie, Sorry. Christian. I'm Stop sorry. it. So, feminist theory, yeah. uh, not ideal. At not all. ideal, but there are a couple nice little check marks but, for but representation yes. of male friendship the, the and male representation of male relationships yeah. is actually fairly refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect, no, uh, because it is also very um, centered around violence and men of right. action and that kind of thing. Yeah, but they do have an affordance for being less uh, mm-hmm. action oriented, yeah. like. There are male characters who get to be not good with swords and not right. good at all these things, yes. but four, still be four valuable. of the nine people, Mary Pippin, Sam and Frodo are like pretty much yeah. useless in combat and are still seen as valid humans. Yes. Or hobbits. As valuable, <laughs> valuable as men. Yeah. Beyond. Yeah. So in yeah. that sense, the male relationships yeah. Yeah. great. Yeah. Great. Everything to do with women. Not Awful. good. Real. Not bad. well done Real at all. Bad. Um, it, and I, I keep coming back to this and this will be the last thing. Okay. I swear. What, what baffles me most about the the way women are in this movie mm-hmm. is not so much the way that they are represented, but the fact that they're basically not represented yep. other than That's the biggest problem. two characters and then a woman that one of the characters is pining for. Yeah. Other that than you that, see there are no characters who do anything of note. <sighs> Or even appear on screen. Yeah, like they're not even. In the it's background. not even women not doing anything. It's women not, not existing. Even being there. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's all actually right. mind blowing. It's impressive almost that Peter Jackson made managed to make a movie with so few women in it. Yeah. Yes. Like, in that sense, it's a feat. <laughs> he he unlocked an achievement with this one. Yeah. Uh, Misogyny. <laughs> hey, let's talk about race. Okay. Do we want to do this? Because yes. I do want to yeah. do this. Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I think, yeah. Yes, I do. Uh, everyone in this movie is white. So, hey, let's talk about race. Uh, everyone is white except for the bad guys. Except for the orcs. The, not even, yeah. That, that's, what's, that's what's especially insulting. Yeah. I mean, everything about it is insulting. Sure. But especially insulting is that the orcs are, are not the lead bad guys. Right. They don't even have right. agency. Uh-huh. They are specifically acting on orders of white overlords uh-huh. and doing so with relish. Yep. Um, and it's like <laughs> real fucked up. Yeah. To the point where... Okay. So okay. in The Lord of the Rings, yeah. all of the races that we are supposed to care about, the race mm-hmm. of men, the race of right. elves, the race of dwarves, the race of uh, halflings, mm-hmm. uh, and that's... It? And then Gandalf also. <laughs> and then Gandalf, who, yeah, canonically like is not a human. He's a Maiar, um, yeah. Yeah, which is weird. Um, yeah, he's like a little god. It's are all white. And not even, right. like, different shades or, like, different yeah. ethnicities, whatever. They're just no, all they're just all straight just white. up white. Mm-hmm. Um, Every and, hobbit is white. Every man that we see in the movie is white. In the in Boromir, Aragorn, all the people in all the inns, they're all white. Everybody's white. And the only people in the movie who are not like Caucasian specifically are the orcs and the Urukai. And the Urukai are like not born. They are specifically dug out of the ground. Yep. So they're not even so like nasty. They're not like sentient beings. They're like clumps of dirt that they molded into people. <laughs> like that's so fucked up as a concept. Yeah. And like and so they're like these mindless savages who mm-hmm. go out and like put 
like paint their faces with white. Mm-hmm. It's to, very tribal. Like, it's, it's super not, tribal. Which is the only time that's really and used do a lot in of like movie. growling and, and grunting like, and mm-hmm. like yep. and then just go out and just murder people indiscriminately yep. and eat yep. them like they're cannibals too. Ugh. And it's like, yeah, they eat other orcs is the thing. Uh, Meats yeah. back on the menu, boys. Hey, that's two towers. in reference. Oh shit, it is. Yep. Never mind. I take it back. Watch it. <laughs> Watch it, Buster. Let me let me rewind. Well, at least they're not cannibals. Um, <laughs> so. At least they haven't been proven to be cannibals. Yeah. Yet. Christ on a shit cracker. No, yeah. this so this, that yeah. is the closest to any other race that is literally represented in this and movie. And it is and the it's worst the possible representation. The, the garbage of yeah. representation. And it doesn't better get, to not. It doesn't get better in later movies no, it because we do worse. actually see some uh-huh. people who aren't white. Who are just called Southerners. And they're also really bad. Uh-huh. They're like the evil. They're all just like, ones. hey, we ride elephants and hate and want to kill. They're evil humans mm-hmm. who have fewer lines than even the orcs do. <laughs> like, they don't say anything. But they are just straight up, we're, uh, they're evil, they wear turbans, they're, it's yeah. so It's such an bad. awful stereotype. It's, and so, yeah. like, okay, so in The Fellowship of the Ring, let's see, like, there are so many beings that you yeah. could have shown, and you showed none of them. Right, okay, so, so it's a fantasy universe. Right. So you are in, and Tolkien famously, like, he, he took a lot of things from Norse mythology and took a lot of things mm-hmm. from different folk tales and things like that but he also did invent a lot of this stuff or like reinvented it Mm -hmm. for his his narrative and he's very famous for his world building i mean that's if there's one thing that can be said about tolkien's writing that has stood the test of time according to the vast majority of people even me and i don't i didn't enjoy i stopped after that Mm -hmm. page long explanation (laughs) of what a flower looked like you know you can't say that he didn't build he did his homework and he did a great job he set the standard Right. For like, here's here's the blueprint for like how to build a world that's credible in some way if you're doing fantasy or sci-fi. Yes. And, and, so like, and, and in the course of doing that, he couldn't think of a single <laughs> non-white race that wasn't <sighs> And again, that this is like feminist things. This is mostly on Tolkien. Oh, 100%. But, but, but it's not all on Tolkien. Absolutely. Because it's not like you have to... This is an argument that a lot of people make about fantasy movies yes. and fantasy video games. And I remember when it, when The Witcher 3 came out, a lot of people were very upset about the first two Witchers. Uh, but essentially, the creators sort of came out and they were like, oh, well, a lot of the mythology is like based on, you know, Danish and Swedish mythology. So it makes sense that all the people would be white in it. And the and everyone was like, no, it's fantasy. Right. Like, like, what are you talking the about? The point is you can make. OK, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to say who this was, although I may have already said it in a previous episode, and I Uh-oh. apologize if I did. I don't want to okay. throw anyone under the bus. Okay. But a person in my life, <gasps> the, so there was a story that came out about the Hobbit movies, and uh-huh. that's not directly related to this, but it okay. is related in the sense that, like, it was made by the same people, so sure. yeah. the similar thing probably happened. Mm-hmm. A woman from, I believe, India, specifically went down to New Zealand, went to the set, because they were, like, hiring extras for for a scene in the shire and she showed up in her own full costume modeled after the costumes in the original trilogy like did all of her own makeup and did like got to the set and was like all ready to go in and they specifically told her she couldn't be there because Mm. she didn't look like one of the other hobbits Uh. or like she didn't belong in the shire yeah and when i saw that story and i was like jesus this is terrible this person in my life heard the story 
and said, well, I mean, it kind of makes sense because the hobbits are very isolated and they specifically don't interact with other races. So (laughs) why would they not be all the same race? Mm. To which I replied, Mm -hmm. who gives a shit? (laughs) It's a fantasy universe. Uh Also, just because they specific, like they only like to keep to the Shire doesn't mean that there hasn't ever been a hobbit who didn't like mate with another race or another person from another race Mm -hmm. came in there or that there might be multiple races of hobbits. Yep. Like, in in you're telling me in the vast history of Middle Earth that Tolkien spent all this time and research on that's supposed to have taken thousands of years to evolve to the point where we are in this story, there was never a point when never. there was a non-white Hobbit. Yeah, never. Like that's fucking insane. Yeah, it's impossible actually. It, yeah, it because is because they're mostly ag- agricultural. Yes, like historically speaking, if we look at the societies that have been agricultural for thousands of years, especially in with that level of technology. They're not very white is the thing. A lot of them, <laughs> like, a lot of them are not. They're not. Like, and so it's silly to imagine that they're I mean, all Europeans of, that have British accents. I mean, a lot of cultures, I would say the majority of <laughs> cultures, cultures that have ever aren't actually that white. Aren't huh. white Europeans. Weird. Huh. It's weird how that works. It's huh. just, I mean, like, and I know, I don't know. There's, there's, <laughs> there's ways they could have coded it that would have been like, also bad even if they had had more people of color in it they could have done <laughs> yeah. something like that but but it's just like the feminist thing not only are the people who are there represented poorly yeah. there's so little diversity of representation mm-hmm. that it's like only the bad stuff you yeah. know <laughs> race in this movie Ugh. probably it, could not be handled than, worse than feminism yeah absolutely it's hard for me to think of a way they could have done it more yeah. poorly yeah yeah God, um, I mean, they could have just cast a bunch of black people to play orcs and just put armor on them. I mean, like, they kind of did. Is the thing is like if you look at the actors, yeah. a lot of the like Urukai, like the main Urukai, is mm-hmm. an African American person, oh, or at God. least he's not white. I know okay, that he's not white, and so it's like it's. <sighs> So they almost did. They 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 oh, put makeup on them to make them look more See, monstrous. Right, right. Which is you know, like the, it doesn't help. Like it it, <laughs> it doesn't make it better because no. all we have is white, 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 <laughs> black or brown uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. It's just yeah. like the fuck, you know? You know? Yeah. Ugh. And and it it, it speaking to the con- the conspiracy stuff. Mm-hmm. It it specifically feeds into the narrative that these brown outsiders are coming to invade mm-hmm. the white civilizations yep. and take them over. Yeah, and specifically they'll be like the time of men is over. They they say this in one of the later movies. I know mm-hmm. this isn't in this one, but the time of men <laughs> is over. It's the age of the orc begins. Yeah, yeah. It, it feeds into the narrative that not only are these brown people uncivilized and like potentially evil and dangerous, but that they want to replace white society and take it to a more savage place. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it is, it is unconscionable how blatant this movie is about that (laughs) and how widely accepted it is as well. Like, and I don't yeah. want to say that this is the only way you can look at the Lord of the Rings. I mean, that that the sure, whole sure, sure, sure. just yeah. to, the whole purpose of this show isn't these are the only ways you can look at this thing. Right. But 
if we're talking in the context of race, how do you look at the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring? Real bad. Real. It doesn't bad. look good. There's at not. All. There's not a lot of ways to paint a positive picture. Like I'm trying really to think of a positive message, and I cannot think of one. Well, here, let me let me do that for you. Okay. I'll, I'll be very flexible and try. Uh, if you close your eyes and you imagine that race was never constructed by humans, and that we are telling this story somehow with like the the story of lord of the rings on paper brings together a lot of races that were previously in conflict with each other like sure. elves and dwarves men and wizards you know the people like so on paper it's saying look here are a bunch of communities that don't get along that could get along but the way that they the way in practice it looks like is it, no it's a bunch of white people again well but hang on the way that falls mm-hmm. apart and i'm sorry yeah. no you know what you no, keep going no, and that's it. Okay. The way that falls apart, though, <laughs> yeah. is that it's a bunch of white people, but not just mm-hmm. a bunch of white people. It's a very diverse society of different societies mm-hmm. of yeah, white people. Exactly. And then a single homogenous brown people just in general who yeah. they're fighting against. Mm-hmm. And it also, so it, it does that thing. This is one of the most racist things you can do. And this is something that's easy to spot in a lot of pop culture. If there's a singular race of any group or like a singular group that there is no disagreement on what they're supposed to be doing yep they're <laughs> all single-mindedly going to like slaughter and pillage and do all this horrible shit and like they're all savages they're all gross and evil and <laughs> like dangerous and frightening mm-hmm that is racist. Yep. You are saying yep. everyone who looks like that yep. and who is a part of that race is yeah. the same. Sci-fi fantasy has a huge problem with that. Such a huge problem. Yeah. But but then you get into like, oh, the dwarves and the elves don't really get along, but they could still be friends. But or those like, are still racist stereotypes. Like all the dwarves like gold and they have beards. Yes. <laughs> like, but ooh. but there's there's they have diversities of opinion. They uh, are yeah, able they do to have voices. They have a, they can make uh-huh. choices. Yeah, and the race true. of men, you've got these different kingdoms where they're like mm-hmm. they work together when they have to, but they don't really like to do that. That's a right. that is a complicated relationship, especially yeah. Yeah. a lot more complicated than all of the orcs and all of the Urukai <laughs> are together in hating everyone else. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. And like even among yeah. the hobbits, there's only four hobbits in the fellowship. Between the four of them, they all have different ideas of what they're supposed to be doing and how they're supposed to be doing yeah. it. You know, Merry and Pippin are mostly just along for the ride. But, yeah. you know, when when push comes to shove, they have the real debate of, like, why the fuck are we here? Right. They they think uh-huh. about leaving. They think about, like, they have all sorts of different things. And then they fight sometimes. They argue. Yeah. And Sam and Frodo, like, Sam seems very reticent to go certain places. And sure. Frodo's like, no, <laughs> but we have to. That's yeah. a difference of opinion right. of what and you don't get that from orcs besides uh, squabbles, besides like very comedic base. Yeah. What am I going to eat? Ah! Yeah. Like and that those, sort and of garbage. Yes, exactly. And those squabbles are never about the overall point of the mission or about no. uh, about how they should relate to it's the rest of their society like or the rest of the world. Animal it's, anger. Yeah. It's all just like, I'm hungry animal. right now. What can we eat? <laughs> And they're fighting over that. Yeah. It's like the difference. God. It's the difference between uh, rival political factions, like arguing over a piece of policy mm-hmm. and two people fighting over where they're going for dinner. You know, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. that's that's the level yep. that this movie is at. Yeah. And it's the fact that it's so unilateral for the orcs and the Urukai is despicable. <laughs> like, yeah. No, it's awful. 
it's maybe one of the it may be the hill where you put the flag of here's a good example of how not to represent a race in fantasy. Yeah. Because I, the books are the same way. Yeah. Like, like this book is exactly the same. The orcs are 100% evil. They are given no room for moral relativity at all. Mm-hmm. And they are single-minded and they all act the same. And they are, there are no characters that are orcs. They are just a, a race of beings yep. that is seen as completely homogenous. It's it's something I've always struggled with with the Lord of the Rings. Even like even when I came when it came out, I was like a kid, and these movies oh, yeah. were like a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And I've seen them a number of times. I own them. Like you mm. know, I've watched these movies a lot. But like the there are no characters on the side of the villains. They're not characters. Yeah, not really. They're caricatures at best. Yeah, yeah. You've got Saruman is the only character with any nuance at all. Mm-hmm. And that nuance is just, he's like, pretends not to be evil for a minute. <laughs> Which is not nuance. No. I mean, there are not a lot of nuance. Like, there's not, to be fair, there's not a whole lot of nuance to be found in the well, character you, depictions of any people. You've got Boromir. People. Boromir is a character who is not explicitly evil or explicitly good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he tries to do good, but he fucks up. You know, that's, yeah, that's that, cool. That's a character. Uh-huh. And that's probably why Boromir yeah, is my favorite character. He's actually the most the interesting character. And also the only one who I care about when he dies. Mm. Also the only main character who dies in any of the three movies. Oh, weird. That's weird. Other than Gollum at the very end. Gollum at the end, who is, I mean, that's the best scene. Yeah. Uh, but also. Uh, no, none of the other, no, fel- none none of of the other members of the Fellowship <gasps> die at all. God, there, that the, sucks. The Lord of the Rings is severely lacking in meaningful yeah. character deaths. Uh-huh. Say what you will about the debate between the Lord of the Rings and Harry <laughs> Potter, which goes on in, in fantasy mm-hmm. fandoms a lot. Mm-hmm. There are a shitload of meaningful character <laughs> yeah, deaths in Harry Potter. True. They hit me. So, Lord of the Rings, whatever. Yeah, is the very little mortal danger for the main characters. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So I think the, I mean on every level this movie is bad at race. Pretty yeah. much. I, I, I uh, genuinely cannot think of the yeah, way that the, yeah. this movie handles race I, in a positive way. I think the thing that I brought up was just to fuel more of the fire of, <laughs> yeah, well, maybe the idea was to represent how communities could get along with each yeah. other. But that was even handled poorly right. and just served to yes. amplify the misunderstanding of reality that Tolkien had when he wrote this right. thing. But yes, you're mm-hmm. right. You're right. And that what makes that especially egregious is that means there was a North star that they could have looked to. Yeah. They could, they saw a way to make factions of people look uh-huh. more interesting and diverse. Yep. yep. And they specifically only <laughs> did that for the white <laughs> characters. Yep. They were like, well, these people get it. Yeah. These they, ones, they these ones get it, but these ones, eh. no, they don't deserve it. It's, it's awful. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's, <laughs> we talked about race. We did it. Uh, I mean, honestly, that was a pretty easy one. <laughs> Yeah, like this movie is. Awful, I, I hate to end this episode on such a down note, yeah. but like, well, I mean, we did feminism and racism right yeah, at the end, did. but like, and they, the, and they this movie, there's race. a lot to talk about for both of those, and yeah. I think they're good examples of like, if you're wondering what sexist and racist filmmaking is and how it can be almost invisible, not invisible. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. pretty blatant if you spend like two seconds thinking about but it. But when, if you don't when this think movie about came it, out, it wasn't like. I mean, there were people saying it, I'm sure. Yeah. But it wasn't like there was a scandal. No. It wasn't like anybody at the Academy Awards was like, oh, but that racist movie can't win. Right. Nobody was calling this a racist movie. Yeah. To be fair, that to our, to credit to our society, that is a conversation that we now are uh-huh. having about these yeah. movies. This yeah. movie was nominated for 13 Academy Awards. Whew. It won four of them. 
Uh, and Great. then the all pretty all three of these movies were nominated for a significant number of Academy Awards. The third one won thirteen, Ugh. I believe. It was either eleven yeah. or thirteen, but yep. swept mm-hmm. the awards. Amazing. And so this is a conversation that was not a part of the national dialogue about this mm-hmm. movie, and ha- you know it's come up since. But yeah, the fact that at the time our culture was so willing to embrace some of the darkest aspects of these movies without without questioning yeah them. you can still like these movies you can still sure. enjoy the lord of the rings i still enjoy them from time to time Heck yeah but like you can't pretend that these things aren't there you know these are problems yeah. yep. and i think it's i think it's important to look to study these things and try to find examples that do better mm-hmm. and try to do better yourself if you're a creative person and you're you're creating a piece of art look at this and say like Okay, is my thing anything like this thing uh, in this respect? And how can it not be that? Right. Like, this is an example of a film that needs to be examined this way because we need to do better. And I think Mm -hmm. we are doing better as a society. I think, by and large, popular culture and film, you know, has done better about a lot of these things. I mean, look at a movie like Rogue One that we did last Mm -hmm. week. Yep. That's a movie that's like some people people were making making fun of it on the shittier parts of the internet for being too diverse and it's like <laughs> right. it's because like, they it's like great no that's awesome they they went out and made a con- like a very very explicit effort to say like oh yeah no i mean the old star wars it's all white people yep. what if we just didn't do that cuz it's fantasy yes <laughs> oh great it's just as good exactly it didn't matter it never mattered the whole time and in fact now it's better to represent people that haven't been yes. seeing themselves on screen for the last yes. hollywood exactly. for the last entire <laughs> for the, age the, last of the entire history of film <laughs> oh god yes yes so, yes yes yeah. representation is mm-hmm. so important yeah. and people are starting to come around to that yeah. i think there yeah. are too many people who are like well it, you know you're just fulfilling a quota it's like motherfucker that's better than not doing anything uh-huh. you know what it's a start yeah you know it, it might be it's still crassly commercial but it's star wars it's always going to be that yeah that's fine like it doesn't matter if you only cast white people or if you cast a diverse cast of people if you only cast people of color it's still star wars it's, it's still bizarre. really all about making money you mm-hmm. know you can tell a story but they're still they're going to be selling shit loads of toys uh-huh. so it you know this idea that you know they're just fulfilling a quota so what? Okay. Who but, cares? But if you want that quota to be like more representational and that's a better great. quota why, than why only being white people, uh-huh. you know, or only yeah. having, only having brown people if they're evil. Right. If you're like, going to make a giant empire, you might as well build it on like not shitty racist foundation. Yes. Like might as well. Or like, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, or I guess have the empire be the bad guys hey, for being racist. There you go. Oh yeah. Hey. Cause they kind of are coded mm-hmm. as Nazis in the new yeah, movies, especially they definitely like are. real hardcore, not even subtly. No, it's no. Like, hey, what's in up? the first one when We're they Nazis. like both ra- raise yeah. their arms, it was like, oof. Oof. they're like, like double Nazi saluting. It's yeah. real weird. They're like, Hey, right. we're double Nazis. Sorry. So, this is no, not a Star yeah, Wars we, we totally went off. Um, okay. Sorry. I got worked up. This movie kind of works me up that way. Yeah, me too. Well, David, we talked about the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring today. Uh, we sure a did. A lot of it. We sure went through a lot. Uh, what did we talk about? We talked about, um, this is the fun part of the episode the where we try to remember what we did. Superlatives. Who won, who lost, and yep. why. Yep. Fashion, hair. Yeah. All of that. Lots of hair. Lots of hair. Lots of hair. Long lots hair. of clothes. Very uh, long hair. Yeah, I mean, Galadriel won hair? every category. 
No, actually. Yeah, I don't think anyone had short hair. I think Frodo had the... Sh- no, yeah. Sam had the shortest Frodo hair. Frodo or Sam had the shortest Sam, hair. Sam had fairly short hair. Okay. But even that's still, like, kind of long curly. Nobody had, like, a bus cut No, I was like thinking, that. like, nobody... No, no, nobody did. That's weird. That is weird. Gollum. Well... <laughs> he just has less hair. Yeah, he, he had long hair. <laughs> yeah, he did. It just that's all fell true. out. Yeah. Um, okay. So we did that one. We did that, and we did... Um, We're so bad at this. Every time. Every Tim. Uh, well, I know the last two. Those are easy. Yeah, the last two are easy um, because they got real worked up. Globalism. Uh, oh, the, the conspiracy theories. theories. Mm-hmm. Loose rings. Yeah. Loose rings. Yeah, we talked about the obvious, I mean, the most important conspiracy theory, which is, of course, that Gandalf does not do real magic. Which, honestly, now an I, from now on, I'm going to want, if I ever see these movies again, which I yeah. probably will at some point because they're just, they're yeah. inescapable. They're ubiquitous. Um. Yeah, I'm going to watch for that. And <laughs> yeah. like Gandalf isn't a real wizard. No, he, he just doesn't. is good at technology and mm-hmm. engineering and yep. like yeah. That's <laughs> that's amazing. But also of course the the beacon of light trying to be snuffed out by the Nazgûl <laughs> and the whole like uh, Mexican invasion conspiracy that a lot of people want to believe and all that sort of stuff. It's all there. Oh, it's boy. all there. And something about 9/11. Yeah, oh 9/11 was there too. Well, 9/11 is an inside job was written on the inside of the ring. <laughs> that was that was That's what, what it was. the text yeah. is on the inside uh-huh. of the ring. Yeah. In Elvish, 9/11 was an inside job. Bush did 9/11. Bush did 9/11. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's what they did. He he threw it into the, the threw fire, it into the fire and he was like, jet fuel can't <laughs> melt steel rings. <laughs> oh, I can't believe we didn't think of that when we were in the middle of that well, context, but I'm glad we got to it now. Yeah, at least that's something. Oh, David. And then we did feminism. Feminism. A, f- a platform upon which this movie performed quite badly. And uh, racism. But racism, a platform, platform upon which this movie performed pr- the worst Argu- you can. Arguably worse than even the feminist it platform. Could, it could have been an, a, a movie with a black face in it, I guess. It's like, I yeah. mean, it like beyond, it but besides was. that, you know it what? was so close I would to not that. be shocked if I, there uh, were plenty of like white actors playing the orcs uh, and Urukai had yeah. to like brown mm-hmm. up their faces. And I bet they didn't feel great about that. No. I, I bet, no, I bet they felt fine about it. <laughs> and that's the problem. Oh, uh, maybe, Because yeah. they shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope um, there was at least one that didn't feel good about it. Yeah, there had to have been at least one person who was like, "I was like, eh, is this fine to do? Can is this we okay? do this? They looked at their calendar and they were like, it's 2001. Like, <laughs> we can't do this. Maybe we that's can't. why in the Hobbit movies, they're all CGI. Yeah. They didn't want anyone to feel racist. <laughs> yeah, but they still made a racist movie. Oh, no, movie it's again. still racist. Right, they just didn't want anybody to feel yeah. racist. Oh, that's nice. Of Those them. movies have a whole other thing. The fact that the only uh, dwarves we care about are the ones that look the most look like, like regular people. humans. Oh, so stupid. So God, dumb. Trash movies. Anyway. Okay, this is not a shit on the Hobbit movies podcast. <laughs> Although, Although could we be. could definitely start that. It could be. Um, uh, David, do you have anything you'd like to plug this week? I want to plug my butt. Oh, yeah. He said it. I said I that finally said it. My throwback to all those other times I said that. <laughs> wow, man. You just. How many episodes show in a just row? doesn't hold up without having the whole canon. Yeah, you got to start it's from the beginning. It's not even funny to if you hear don't all know the all the inside jokes. bits. So I'd like to plug my podcast, The Hypothetic Cast. It's a show that I do with a couple buds. Christian made the logo for it, so you know it's good. Meow. Uh, and it's it's about imagination. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Oh, oh! So you so get to you get to imagine what it's about. Congrats! <laughs> it's about imagination. That's all I'm gonna tell you. That makes it sound like a mystery show. Yeah, maybe it, is. it kind of is. Sure, why not? It's mystery every week. What we're gonna talk about? Yeah, that's true. Know. That's true. 
so that's fun and that's it i don't have anything else going on in my life that i can plug okay uh neither can i this show is everything (laughs) (laughs) uh all right well thank you for listening um i have been your host christian hagan this is my friend david gutchy yeah david do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with how does the reaction inventory the dark smell Oh my god. Hi, Dark Smell is me, a stripper. It's me, Dark Smell. <laughs> you know, Dark Smell's my favorite new Marvel hero. <laughs> Black Bull Store the nice. Dark Smell. Store the Dark the Dark Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis' own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day! Rings, the Lord of the Rings. This is the Lord of the Rings. Elves and orcs and dwarves and hobbits. Gandalf is not a real wizard. <laughs> <laughs>